now, live from the shadow of America's mountain, this is Rocky Mountain Revival Radio. Alright, welcome to Rocky Mountain Revival Radio. I'm your host, Heath, and with me as always, my amazing co-host, Michael. Michael, how you doing today? Doing well, Heath. Uh, just enjoying life the Rocky Mountains. I re- actually, it's been nice out today. Good work day. It was a great day today. Um, so before we get into today's exciting episode, let's get some of the housekeeping out of the way like we normally do. Make sure to check out rmr.live for all the latest information, updates about the show. Um, there is the contact us form to submit feedback, comments, suggestions, or to be a guest or recommend a guest for the show. If you need prayer, there are two ways that we can partner with you in prayer. The first, of course, is the prayer request form on the website. Or you can write us at prayer at rmrr.live, and we would love to partner with you in prayer. Uh, while you're on the website, make sure to check out the link tree link to all of the socials. Uh, those watching on YouTube, uh, we would appreciate it if you would like and subscribe because that helps us monetize. There we go. Said it right this time. Monetize the show. And uh, similarly on Rumble, if you could like and subscribe there if you're watching us there. Um, follow us on Facebook for additional content information as, as well there. And before we get into today's episode, a couple other quick things. I just wanted to welcome all of our new podcast listeners. Um, we are actually growing across the globe, and we are nothing but thankful to God for that. Um, wow. Kenya and um, oh goodness, I lost it. Anyway, we've got we've got Abu Dhabi, We're in Africa. Africa. We're in Africa now. So yeah, and Egypt. Africa and Egypt. That's awesome. Which is um, <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Geography challenge, as you'll note, note later. That's us. Um, and also, the ministry moments are taken off in a few places. If you haven't checked those out, make sure to do that. Those are just quick uh, three to five minute little ministry teachings that we've put together for you. We've released them all over the place. We've got a couple now that are gaining views uh, over the thousands. We're thankful for that. So every every listener we've got on those, we appreciate that. And also, as we're introducing the show, you may have noticed that last show and this show, we've also started something new, that there's a background track playing underneath us right now. Those are courtesy of Destiny music we want to thank rachel stormont of destiny thank you rachel yeah out in rockland california uh for letting us use their music um their entire music collection is at our disposal so we are thankful to them for that and we are definitely going to use that moving forward all right so i think that is all of the immediate stuff housekeeping wise in the in the way there so today's episode is titled identity part three and also uh, RMRR's uh, Special Edition 101 Response. Um, so, but before, before, I almost got sidetracked, before we get to the meat and potatoes, we've got commercials, right? Commercials, yes? By meat and potatoes, you mean <laughs> amazing boxes of goodness for Thanksgiving with turkeys? Oh, I might have. It might have had a double meaning, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Okay, because, you know, we were all out with Redemption Squad. Well, I wasn't. I had to work, but I did say hi to the amazing people with my church and Redemption Squad. But uh, we were out with Redemption Squad Ministries uh, Tuesday before, what was it? Wednesday was Thanksgiving. Tuesday, they were out no, Tuesday. No, Thursday was Thanksgiving. We were out Wednesday. Thursday was Thanksgiving. Yeah. We were out Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a long week. It so, has. Um, Food coma from the turkey. <laughs> tryptophan. Get you yeah, every time. Still so much tryptophan <laughs> still in my body. So, um, <laughs> and we did our thing out in Knob Hill. Uh, I'll just go out and say uh, where 
the local mission has been um, given giving these goods to yeah to the local area of Colorado Springs and the neighborhood called Knob Hill. Uh, but here's the thing: it was just fun to be out there. I mean, it was just fun to to uh, engage the neighbors uh, and and just bless them with turkeys and Thanksgiving meal stuff and other household needs. Actually, these boxes, you they were either a ham or a turkey, and again, the, most of the the majority of the fixings you needed for Thanksgiving dinner. And I can tell you, of the hundred boxes that we passed out, um, people were beyond grateful. Um, yeah. You know, the, there were people that were were crying at the generosity of, of Redemption Squad, and and just the way that these lives were impacted by these boxes is so incredible. Um, Ethan actually had a chance to go out with us as his first time with Redemption Squad and he just, he couldn't stop talking about it the whole time. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. He's like, when are we going again? And I was like, hey, there's another opportunity coming up in December, so don't worry. <laughs> okay. And so basically we just wanted to do it. Our, our first, uh, they're our main sponsor. Uh, this show is a ministry and they're also a ministry and we're ministering together. Um, so shout out to Zach and Melissa, Redemption Squad Ministries, the Rocky Mountain local chapter of uh, Redemption Squad Ministries. Um, they, they are currently in the hunt for the building. Um, they need yes. a big building for their type of outreach. Um, and so we are prayer, uh, praying. We are praying for that. And we're going to ask you guys, every listener, we ask if you believe in the Lord Jesus, we ask that you pray uh, for Zach and Melissa uh, and the advancement of the kingdom in this uh, city. Um, <clears throat> also, when you donate, a large, large, you, you guys don't need to know how large, but most of it, all of it, will go to Redemption Squad Ministry. Um, so when you donate to this show, we're, we're um, helping them out by being a feeder of income to them. Why, Heath? Because we're all about advancing the kingdom of God in our that area. That is right. So. That is right. <laughs> so, so, while we're still ahead. talking about Redemption Squad, I uh, just want to mention that Redemption Squad is partnering with Shield 616 in December, Thank uh, you. December 11th, uh, 10 o'clock. Not sure the location yet. Zach and Melissa hadn't received that as of this broadcast. Um, and so they're going to be partnering with uh, basically 616, which is uh, part of Colorado Springs PD, and they're going to go out and uh, give away toys and all kinds of things at that outreach as well. And so Redemption Squad is very honored to be a part of that uh, ministry uh, going on on December 11th. So I just wanted to make sure that we plug that as well. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, passing out Christmas stuff. That's going to be so much fun. I love right. Christmas, by the way. <laughs> okay, so um, our next sponsor is Valentine Comfort Shoes. Yay. Our brother and sister, Sean and Amy Blake, over at Valentine Comfort Shoes on Union in Union Station. Um, <laughs> please see below. Yeah, below please see below. Address. Yeah, please see below. <laughs> I think it's Van Buren. Isn't it Van Buren? Please I, I see below for example. I don't know. Address. Just see below. The address, <laughs> the email, the website, the phone number. It's It'll all be in the description. So, so and and guys, I'm telling you, mm, if you need the best pair of shoes you've ever had and prayers along for your family, your day, your church, you need healing, hey, go to Valentine Comfort Shoes. 
That's right. I'm so confident in saying all that. Like, I'm not just saying all that to just get you in there to go get prayers for healing. Like, God backs those folks. So, uh, <laughs> yes, not a big deal for them to pray for you at all. So anyway, um, and then our next sponsor. <clears throat> so our pastor, Todd and Kelly Hudnall, they wrote a book. Heath, what's that book called again? It's Holy Rebel. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Yeah. So, guys, guess what? It's number one in new Kindle release in Christian ministry. And it is also number one in new release in angelology. Angelology. <laughs> How do you say that? Study of angels. <laughs> and if you're into that, the study of demons, it's number one in demonology, too. So, um, we're just really proud that this book is taken off. It's really cool. Um I got to read you one more endorsement from um, from Lou Engle. In Holy Rebel, my friends Todd and Kelly have written not so much a book, but a manifesto, a call to a roaring spiritual resistance to the demonically induced control centers and ideologies boasting their dominion over soul. Should I turn on the Lou Engle voice? Um, I mean, that's entirely up to you. Um. <laughs> I'll just say that there is one, and I'm not going to try it today. <laughs> um, this is an all-out confrontation to the Church of Compromise and Acquiescence. In the face of the powers, the book rejects the counsel of despair. It is the roar of the Lion of the Tribe of Judah, who has overcome rising in the church. Louis Gold, intercessor, author, and visionary co-leader of the call aka prophet (laughs) (laughs) i'll just say it um so anyway um yeah we're just proud to uh sponsor this book um guys go go to uh wherever you guys are gonna go find your local book go there buy this book um impact your community uh I, I do want to say too, it's Amazon, of course, is the prime place to buy it. Um, if you need a quick link, um, holyrebel.co is the official book website. And some more information about Todd and Kelly can be found there as well. Um, of course, the book has a Facebook page, and you can also find information about it, I believe, on radiantchurch.org. Uh, but don't quote me on that because I haven't confirmed that. But it, the, the book information is everywhere, so I, I would rightfully assume that it's also on radiantchurch.org. But that was a nice way to plug the church, too. So, Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Heath. And yeah. back to you. All right. So getting into this, um, getting into this episode, um, you know, we we did an episode, uh, Rocky Mountain Revival Special Edition 101, um, a while back. It was titled Prophecy, Repentance, Communion, and the Future. And in that, we discussed... Um, some pretty heavy uh, prophecy, basically a prophetic word um, that a vision, uh, yeah, a vision, you know, yeah. and, and basically in that um, there, there were some things that we felt um, based on some feedback. Some of our listeners kind of might've confused a little bit with this past election. Um, we talked about a red wave um, more 
in discussion was really more about uh, the move of God and what he's doing. Um, and several folks took that as, you know, we were, we were prophesying a, you know, a definite big uh, Republican slash conservative, you know, victory in, in this last election. And so we just wanted to touch base on that a little bit and give some clarification on that vision. Um, and so Michael, um, what you got for us? Yeah, just, uh, I just want to, and guys, you go back and listen uh, to that episode, and if um, and just you go back and listen to what we said. But here, here's what I'll also add um, to that, Heath. We did not say in our conjecture about the vision that the big red wave was going to be Republicans sweeping everything in defeat, but we spoke about a momentum of God's blood cleansing and continuing to do so no matter the avenue given um meaning meaning maybe there's advancement for good in the political realm maybe not but our job as ministers of god is to be uh honest and tell what we have and so that's what we were doing. We did add our conjecture and we were doing our darndest to be honest and right. not to boast or to go overboard in our um, conjecture back and forth of that. Heath, do you have any comments? No, I just really feel that, you know, we I felt we were very clear on what we were we were trying to convey in, in the word through that vision that you had. And so, um, you know, we, we definitely weren't trying to go political. I mean. It's not that we can't or, you know, we we weren't choosing to. It's just that that was not the nature of the vision uh, that we were trying to represent. And so and all throughout the Bible, Heath, you know, God had his people in the government space. Right. And and they serve faithfully the people they worked for, but they also serve faithfully God. And they did what God was telling them to do. Um, So also Jesus is the aim for us at R-M-R-R. Jesus is the aim for us. Revival is the fruit of Jesus being the focus and the aim. Waves of God's blood is fruit of focusing on Jesus, is the fruit. So we always encourage you guys, or we will continue to uh, encourage you guys to um, draw close to Jesus with all you got. Get to know him better uh, with all you got. Um, pursue what he thinks about you, um, and get, get to know him. I mean, he, you need to hear him say, I'll call you brother or friend or servant, or, you know, you need to hear these uh, things in conversation with him. You need to have that intimacy. And one of the, just also Heath, while we're on a little bit of the prophetic topic, one of the main reasons for prophets being around these days is an increase in intimacy between the believer and Jesus. Um, oh, I don't know if I can remember the, I don't know if I remember it the best to say it, but I will just be bold and say a byproduct of receiving a prophet is intimacy. Why? Well, if you have faith for the person or faith in the Lord and, and you trust the person ministering to you, you should be receiving a gift of intimacy 
uh, uh, as you get a personal word or, or what have you. Um, why? Because suppose that supposed prophet, it has an intimate relationship with Jesus. And so if he is actually hearing from the Lord, it should show up immediately. Right. Uh, some kind of immediate um, touch from the Lord, some kind of immediate impact and fruit in your life. So, yeah, I, I'll digress with that. Um, but um, I'll, I'll let me advance one more item. But so, so Jesus is the aim, revival is the fruit, waves of God's blood is a fruit we're looking for with the primary focus being Jesus. But by the grace of God, to enter into in, enter in here at this intersection here, Heath, but by the grace of God, there was enough uh, uh, new fresh blood <laughs> put into the house <laughs> to fight corruption and to investigate corruption. And, and you're actually seeing that happening now. So Heath, now, now what you got, I want to hear from you. Well, I, you know, <laughs> I don't even know how to, how to verbalize what I got going through my head right now. We're going to be on rumble uh, so verbalize it, <laughs> verbalize it. You know, it's, <laughs> that's right. This, this episode is going to be on rumble. Um, you know, by the grace of God, you are correct. You know, there there was a shift in enough places to start looking at some of these things. And I think, you know, one of the statements that you made a little bit ago, really, it just kind of prompted me to want to push forward with the, the next topic in the show, actually. Mm -hmm. um, talking about, you know, that circle of influence and, and how you are impacting um, your world, especially you know, coming out of out of a, an election or, or in a time of persecution or in a time of having your voice squashed, um, you know, or oppressed, I guess, is probably the more correct way to say that. But either way, um, you know, how do you how do you move forward? How do you continue on? How do you how do you operate um, in, in really? Um, there's, there's a lot we could expound on there, but, but I, I just want to touch base again, you know, that, that whole vision, the, the prophetic thing that we're talking about, and even that we're still seeing now is a red wave of Jesus is a movement of God. Um, there are stories coming from all across the globe on how God is impacting this and that and changing political structures and, and, and all of these things. And so, you know, I, I feel very strong standing firm on the fact that when we say there is a red wave of Jesus moving, um, that is correct. God is moving. God is impacting so many things behind the scenes. Um, and, and just in light of the last few days, you know, some of the things I've been reading and seeing, um, you know, more corruption coming to light, more, um, you know, trafficking instances and all these things coming to light, um, you know, that is possible because of this move of God. And because of the fact that more and more people as they're feeling oppressed and manipulated and extorted and whatever, you know, with inflation, and all these things, you know, people are getting fed up um, and people are looking for, you know, a, 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 a saving moment or, you know, something that, that says, Hey, we're, we're, we've got something to fight for here that we can move and make a change and make a difference. And so, you know, this whole topic just kind of, like I said, just really rolls into this next one of, you know, how do you impact your, your area of influence? Um, 
And I think before I get your thoughts on that, I just want to throw out really quick, you know, this last weekend at church, um, Pastor Manny, the family pastor at Radiant Church, uh, spoke at North Campus, and his sermon was titled Consumed. And, and basically, the whole point is what you're consuming winds up eventually consuming you. Um, and so how you're spending your time with God, how you're spending your time missionally, um, it, it, and how you're interacting with your family, um, how you're interacting with work, um, all of these things stem from how you're impacting your time with God um, and how you're really choosing to be um, in his presence, you know, and, and you want to know the heart and mind of God, then crack open the Bible. That's the best way to do it. Um, that's, that's the biggest lesson I've been hearing lately. Cause I've been struggling did with, you, you just know, say read the Bible. I did. I did say read the Bible. Man. I know. Right. Um, but I, I tell you, it, it, it's, it's such a, a powerful statement too, because you really want to hear the heart and mind of God, read the Bible. Um, I know I've been struggling in my own personal life with the fact that I hear God in a different way than a lot of other people I know. And sometimes it's frustrating because the way he speaks to me is more through visions and, and movies and pictures and things. And so there's a little bit of room. And actually, sometimes there's a lot of bit of room for my own interpretation to come into play. And mm -hmm. so I find it frustrating sometimes because I, I don't know that what I'm my conclusion then is, is this really truly the will of God or is this more Heath's take on the will of God. And so I, I want to be intentional with everything I do, everything I say in every interaction. I want the Holy Spirit. I want God to be there. And so the the best advice I've got, and now I'm giving, is to crack open the word and read the word of God, because that is how you hear from him the best. So mm -hmm. that's a great starting point. So and learn, and learn how to hear him going forward when right. you don't have the Bible cracked. <clears throat> right. Exactly. Because now that I've said all that, jump in with your two cents. <laughs> yeah, I'll just leave it at that. Really, I, I mean, hey, you get reps with hearing uh, Jesus quotes. You're going to start hearing more quotes from him. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> and they'll be from the Bible or they'll be uh, outsourced from the Bible. I mean, it'll be his voice. It'll be what he has said or what something he would say. And it's in the Bible. So, um, Heath, does that mean we're moving into the next subject here? Um, I, I, I think so. Um, okay. and I, and I'm not sure where in this episode to throw this tidbit out there too, but you know, we've talked about it on previous episodes and I, I think now's as good a time as any, just to, to mention that, you know, we're talking about revival. We're talking about a move of God. We're talking about an awakening and we've been, you know, little nuggets, even if we're not directly saying it every episode, there's little nuggets here and there where you can see where we are definitely referring to this. And so again, we're, we're, Rocky Mountain Revival Radio is a window into revival on what's happening here in the Rocky Mountain region of Colorado. Right. Um, you know, and and hopefully um, you're seeing revival in your area, wherever you're listening from. Um, I, you know, I hear stories constantly of how God's moving here. God's moving there. God's doing this. You know, I know if you're following Mario Murillo, for instance, and, and the revivals he's doing, those, those are happening all over the place and thousands of people are showing up every night. You know, hundreds of people are, are, are giving their life to Christ every night. So obviously these things are happening for a reason. There is a move of God happening. There is an awakening happening. Um, and, and so if, if they would like to uh, write in, if they'd like to comment on YouTube, comment on rumble. Right. Okay. 
and and share please guys please share a testimony of you guys seeing revival in your local area uh hey folks listen on the podcast in africa and france and brussels belgium and paris france and sydney australia hey if you guys are seeing revival we want to hear about it yeah we definitely uh, do we want to we want to share what's happening in our area and we'd love to share what's or to hear what's happening in your area right yeah matter of fact since you mentioned it um hello at rmr.live is a great email address that's the same one the contact form on the site uses write us um tell us about it you know if there's something that you feel that there's a movement happening you need prayer with you know we'd love to partner with your prayer as well um for that move and and so again feedback is always appreciated uh, even even negative feedback Feedback. You don't agree with something we're saying? Great, let us know. Let's talk about it. Um, we can have a we can have a grown up dialogue about whatever. Um, but we definitely want to we want to encourage those moves. Uh, you know that you're seeing in your local area. Um, and so if you know you want to share that with us, we'd love to talk about it on the show, or we'd love to pray with you. So reach out again. Hello at rmr.live. That's right. So. So into our next subject, and 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 th- we'll we'll shift here a little bit. But out of a love for our local community, um, for the local church and our local community, and for relatives and brothers and sisters that we have um, that may be in another community, um, there was a recently within the last couple of weeks, Heath, um, there was recently a shooting at Club Q, which yes. is a gay bar, a local gay bar here. Um, there was 19 injured and five are dead. Um, when I, when, well, when the whole community heard, heard about this, um, well, really, I mean, there's, there's flags all over downtown. I mean, everyone is, uh, showing their support for, um, the injured and the dead in this shooting. Um, and it is, it is, it's tough. Um, but what, Keith, okay. When we talk about when we talk about shootings, and we and we talk about because here's the thing: these were young people, right? This is looking like a millennial Gen Z issue. This is also looking um, sweeping sweeping nonsense as a shooting would be. Uh, just broad swipes of absolute filth and and nonsense and and. Um, and and from our Christian beliefs, even some demonic possession from the stu- the shooter standpoint. Now, Heath, you just recently did a episode. We just recently did an episode of Rocket Mountain Revival Radio, where we talked about uh, suicide and your victory uh, through and overcoming suicide uh, into full healing thereof. Um, can you put some two cents on on this shooting? Well, uh, first of all, before I comment any further, I want to say, first of all, it is not our place to judge anything. Okay. That is not what we're doing here. We're not going to judge. We're not going to get them. We are, are, we're definitely heartbroken at the loss of life. So I want to say that first and foremost. Um, And for those that are injured, you know, we are praying for your healing um, because I, I was just taken aback by this. And, And the more I've read, up on this, um, and, and I'll add this really quick. Heath. Okay, we, go ahead. And and nineteen injured. Um, hey, if if any of you hear this, <clears throat> um, we are so sorry that this traumatizing, horrific event happened in your life, and this yes. is 
not anything of God. This is not right. anything of God. We believe that um, good comes from God and the enemy comes, the enemy comes, not God, the enemy comes to um, steal, kill, and destroy. Yes. And, um, and, I don't care if there's a disagreement from a Christian's perspective. We love you guys. Right. And we would never ask any of this crap to happen to you. So we just wanted to put it out there. Right. With that. Right. So having said that, um, looking into this as I have and, and looking at some information about the shooter, a, a young man um, actually using the they, them pronouns. So that automatically gives me a red flag. Um Based on the research I did um, for the the show talking about mental health and suicide, and so the one part that I researched that we didn't talk about that show we can talk about on this show, um, and and that is there's some interesting statistics, guys, and I don't know if you know this, um, but your sexual orientation, gender identity play a part in in mental health issues and a big part in suicide, uh, just for statistics stakes and again these can be looked up um on um man the, the three websites i'll have to pull those for you um on the cdc on save.org and on the world health organization's websites these statistics are readily available so it's not just heath you know pulling stuff out to fit a narrative this is actually legit data um that's been published so lesbian gay and bisexual kids are three times more likely than straight kids to attempt suicide at some point in their lives Medically serious attempts at suicide are four times more likely among the LGBTQ youth than other young people. African-American, Latino, Native American, and Asian-American people who are lesbian, gay, or bisexual attempt suicide at especially high rates. 41% um, of trans adults said that they had attempted suicide in one study. That same study found that 61% of trans people who were victims of physical assault had attempted suicide. Lesbian, gay, bisexual, young people who come from families that reject or do not attempt them or accept them, excuse me, are over eight times more likely to attempt suicide than those whose families accept them. And each time an LGBTQ person is a victim of physical or verbal harassment or abuse, they become two and a half times more likely to hurt themselves. And so what these numbers tell me is that mental health um, is affected by um sexual orientation, gender identity. Um, and, and given the fact that the shooter was using the they, them pronoun, which again would signify a member of this community, um, statistics say that yes, there, there is some mental challenges that come from this. Um, and, and so it's, it's heartbreaking to hear that, you know, this person, whether, mental health issue demon possessed whatever whatever that is because that's unclean that's, spirit right maybe. you know that that part has not been addressed in anything that i've read but you know definitely you can see that from these numbers there's <laughs> there's no question as to why um this person might have might have taken that bold step to, step to end someone's life um you know and it could have been something petty like a, an argument or disagreement or whatever but again i i want to come back to the statistics that's a rough word all of a sudden statistics. yeah exactly that was that was tough sorry about that um you know the numbers don't lie guys um there there is definitely some um 
I'm just going to call it what I think it is, spiritual warfare happening um, in in the hearts and minds of those that are a part of the LGBTQ community. And I can and I can say this personally from um, some family stuff that I'm aware of. Um, I won't go into details on the show today, but knowing what I know, yes, uh, mental health is greatly impacted by that. And so, again, our hearts go out to the people that that are in this situation, the families, the victims, um, and even the shooter. You know, we we pray that there is some some clarity and some um, salvation, salvation, redemption um, for this individual, because this is a really horrific event. Um, and again, it, we're not we're not trying to judge or criticize or whatever. We know what our biblical viewpoints are. Um, we know um, what the Bible says, and and so at the same time, right. I want to come at it from a place of love. You know, I I'm, I'm just mind blown by by this tragic uh, uh, event, really. Well, whether we're talking about that uh, horrid uh, horrid thing that happened with the shooting. We're talking about what do we do after um, some faulty election results. Um, what do we do? Well, how do we move forward in a in a state where these things are happening? You know, um, I'll just say this: um, Colorado is a mission field, guys. About. Mm, 10 years ago, uh, that's let, no, I'm going to say, okay, a few years ago, eight years ago, there was about uh, 800,000 people that moved in to the local area <laughs> from all over. Um, I had at the time been wondering, Lord, do you want me to move somewhere? Do you want me to, uh, you know, get out of town and, and move somewhere and, and, and pursue you elsewhere? He said, I'm bringing the mission field to you. Well, nice. shortly after, um, and this is just, it wasn't a prophetic word in my opinion. That was just me talking with the Lord and my relationship with the Lord. But so he said, he brought, he's bringing the mission field to us. Well, soon after that, around 800,000 people moved into the county. Um, <clears throat> that puts us at, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> that puts us at around a million in the county. Right. I think I think plus or minus. Probably plus. Which is a which is a lot. Yeah, we didn't look at our county statistics, sorry folks, but which is a lot because you used to get across town in ten minutes, and this is a large sized town, and it used to be around two hundred twenty five thousand um in the county. And there's a lot less traffic. Uh right. traffic patterns are so different uh, compared to back when I was in high school. <laughs> So anyway, <clears throat> we say all that to say that your local area is the mission field. So Heath, how are we, how are we going to be missional? Um, how, how do we bring revival, bring discipleship? Are we, are we impacting young men who may end up going to a gay bar? I don't know, but are we impacting the local people? Not just that. Are we impacting the sphere of influence that the Lord himself gave us as many opportunities um, to to uh, for that people that would listen to us that we have influence in? Are we bringing Jesus and salt and light into our world 
And yes, taking risks with people who are not necessarily in our world, but they could be our neighbor. So Jesus said, love your neighbor as you love yourself. He also talked about the talents, <clears throat> how he gave these three uh, managers of his talents. Uh, one got one talent, the other one got three, and the other one got five, I think. And so talent is like, it's a large amount of money. It's a large amount. Of, it's a huge amount of money to manage and gifting. It's a large amount of gifting. And 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 are we taking risks with the talent? And you could use that word however you'd like. Um, the money, time, treasure, spiritual gifts, natural gifts that we've practiced on and worked on in our life. Are we using these things to be salt and light into our community? And if more, here's the pose. Here's the question. Heath, and I want to hear from you. If there were more people doing what they were supposed to do, knowing who they were supposed to be in their local area, does bar shootings, school shootings, stuff like this, does this happen as much? All right. Well, I think um, the first place to answer that is actually to start with yourself. Um, and, and I'm saying that again, partially because it's fresh in my head from this weekend's um, sermon. Um, you know, if we want to be impactful, we want to be effective, we want to be missional, um, we first need to start at home. Um, and that means, oh. yeah, yeah. So, um, that means spending time in the word. And, and I can tell you that the statistic thrown out this weekend was that the average person is spending about five to 10 minutes a day with God. Um, and that includes pastors, a, a vast majority of them. And I can say that our pastors at Radiant Church um, are not in that group, but the you want to start start yourself with the word. How much time are you spending with God every day? Um, for men, that means um, leading your household. It doesn't mean you know everyone's submissive in negative connotation ways, but you are the the head of your household, according to the Bible. And so, you know, are you leading your household to God? Are you talking about God with your wife, with your children? Are you praying together? Are you studying together? Are you attending church together? Um, now, if you can say yes to all those things, okay, then your next step is, you know, being plugged in, I think, is the, the next best way to help equip you to be missional in what you're doing here. So are you plugging into groups? Are you serving the church? Because if you can serve at the church, guess what? You can serve at other places. Um, for example, you can spend time volunteering at the local food bank or the soup kitchen or whatever. Um, you can make it a point to street ministry uh, with local groups. I know they're all over the place. Um or if you don't feel like you want to be doing something in a group, you can do something yourself. I know people that during this time of year, especially when it's getting cold, they're packing, you know, little uh, non-perishable snacks and socks and gloves and whatever. And they're keeping those in their car. They see someone at the corner. They're passing that out. There might be five bucks in there or a gift card in there for someplace, whatever, um, to pass that out. But, but I think it all boils down to um, knowing who you are in Christ. So everything I've said prior to this point, leads you to that identity. Because once you know who you are, then it becomes more missional for you to step out and be bold. And maybe, uh, you know, you hear God prompting you that, you know, hey, we need to talk to this person over here, then go talk to him, you know, go say a quick prayer for him. Um, you know, I can honestly tell you that, you um, 
through my identity process, I was never one to, you know, let's be out praying in public. But I can tell you that I've I've prayed for folks in Walmart now and publicly, you know, and people standing around watching or coming up um, and listening to the prayer, asking for prayer themselves. And so um, you start to do those things. You start to influence your your world in a in a different way um i know for ethan and i you know volunteering with redemption squad and and helping to impact the lives of of those that may not be as fortunate as we are um and taking that opportunity when delivering these boxes to pray with them and to just speak blessings over them is huge in their lives and interestingly enough it also has a a, a fun byproduct of helping to boost your faith and your confidence and your boldness um, to be able to do more. Um, and so uh, I, I think that the best starting point is again, start at home with you, um, your time in the word, your time with God, you know, being in that good uh, faith-based Bible believing, Bible preaching, Bible teaching church, um, you know, connecting in with groups. I think everything starts with that to form your identity. Um, yeah. So that's my answer. Uh, start at home know who you are and then step out to to start impacting whatever it is God's telling you. Um you know we were talking I think it was Ethan and I were talking about identity. Actually we were talking at lunch the other day about identity and the fact that you know God um gives spiritual gifts um and those are talked about in the Bible in Romans and in uh 1 Corinthians 12. So he talks about specific gifts of the Holy Spirit. But then also you are gifted or can be gifted um, with certain things. So there are people that have incredible voices that are out singing for God's glory. There are people who were gifted as teachers who are out teaching God's word. There are people who have the ability to go out without hesitation, without second guessing and being able to evangelize to anybody on the street anywhere. Um, because they've got that gift of being able to sell, you know, ice to an Eskimo. So those those we talked about as as being a, a a gift from God, not necessarily a spiritual gift, but a gift from God. And so recognizing those strengths that you have mm-hmm. um, that, that God has given you, and then using those missionally. So again, right. for me, you know, I have an incredible gift of gab, and and doing this show comes very naturally to me because. Yeah. Because yes, no, it's true. It's true. It's true. Okay. If you hadn't figured it out, guys, it's true. Um, so you know, I I'm using my voice. We'll see about show. that. Yeah, we'll see about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so I'm I'm using my voice um here in this show because it's something God said, Hey, we want you to do this. So we stepped up, the three of us, to do this broadcast and to use our voices to give God glory and to speak his word and his message. And so you've got to find that thing um, and know that if you're struggling with knowing what that is, um, Waymaker Ministries, I'm just going to plug Ethan's show for a second. He's got an upcoming episode on spiritual gifts and giftings and um, some actual tests that um, several churches rely upon to help you understand where you might have some strengths to figure out what it is you need to be doing um, in the kingdom. And so uh, be on the lookout for the Waymaker Ministries episode uh, titled Spiritual Gifts coming soon so having said all that i answered your question and then some yeah well okay 
I'd also just add discipleship. So like, right. Uh, Christian brothers and sisters, if you guys are able to disciple, if you're in a place of you can you can spend some money or maybe not you spend money, but you spend some time and you spend some effort into a um, God appointed um, relate friendship relationship. Um, Both would work. Yeah. Um, you know that we were called to make disciples, whether you're focusing on discipling a nation or, or on a, on an individual. Um, Jesus had 11 that changed the entire world. Um, if you recall the 72, they left when he started talking about communion. Right. <laughs> and he said, you must drink my blood and eat my flesh. Uh, they're like, uh, see ya. <laughs> right. And, and so obviously, um, there's a greater spiritual context to what he was saying. Here's the thing. Um, you know, all growing up and, and, and growing up in the faith too, you have had times to speak into someone's life and to say something um, into that someone's life, whether they were a member of the LGBTQ community or um, anyone, anyone, um, a friend, uh, uh, someone that was seeking you out for advice. But there's these times in your life as you as you grow up uh, that you have these moments to speak into someone's life or to share your opinion and even in those those can those can spread seed those can cast good seed and who knows even into good soil soil being a, a, a decent area of their heart where they could listen to you and it could change their trajectory so I kind of just want to implore our people listening to us um, to not only focus on discipleship, but if you are to, if you are to um, say something encouraging or say a good from experience teaching or from a wisdom teaching or something that really you're passionate about and is encouraging to someone, especially if they're feeling low and you got the hot mic and you know it, don't hesitate. <laughs> right. Don't hesitate. Go ahead, Heath. Well, I, I was going to say, too, and, and I think you were kind of hinting on it a little bit there, and so I just want to come right out and say it. We've said several times in past episodes the power of a testimony. Oh, and so one of, one of the most impactful ways that you can plant a seed somewhere is to share your testimony. Share, share your story. Share your story. Share your struggle. Share how... Looking back, you can see that, oh, God had a hand in this mix because I can tell you from personal experience, looking back on a lot of things in life going, wow, I really messed that up or I did this. But, you know, at the time it really sucked. But now looking back, I can go, wow, you know, that did kind of suck at the time. But look at what God did from that experience. And so talking about those experiences, talking about my story is a way that I can help plant seed and also a way that I can help encourage someone else. And so that's why, you know, we, we talk about it all the time on this show. We make sure to try to find ways to bring testimony into uh, the show. 
to bring testimony into what we're doing because is that a bless you moment I'm seeing there? <laughs> um, so we we want to bring testimony in and, and that's why, because that is a, a very simple, very easy way to plant a seed. And, and I'm not saying that always our testimonies, bless you, excuse you, um, are a way to, um, I'm not saying they're always easy because they're not. I know it was not easy for me to share last week's uh, or last episode's topic, um, but it was something that I felt strongly that I had to do um, to help encourage, to help spread light, to help, you know, plant some seeds elsewhere. And so testimony, discipleship. Um... <laughs> All right. We're going to pull away there for a second. <clears throat> um, and I think uh, there there is something about connecting with uh with groups as well that's going to encourage you that's going to help build you up um i can tell you that we have a an amazing men's group here at church and a byproduct of that is you know being able to hold one another accountable being able to pray for one another being able to encourage one another and again being able to share testimony with one another and to really deepen not only our relationship with one another, but deepen our relationship with God and the Holy Spirit. And so I'm going to encourage anybody listening um, to, of course, make sure that you're you're spending the time putting in the effort for you, your family, your kids, um, you know, that you're attending church, that you're serving, that you're looking to serve in any way you can, that you're plugging into those groups, that you're looking for discipleship opportunities. You know, we talk about it every show and there's a reason why guys, we talk about these things because we want to help equip you. Um, we want to help you grow in your walk. We want to help you um, navigate some of your challenges, some of your setbacks and to help produce wins in your life um, so that you can turn around and, and give uh, glory to God through your testimony, through your praise. Um, and so we are very intentional when we do these things. So <clears throat> I think <clears throat> besides acknowledging that I must have swallowed a cat, um, <laughs> I think what we need to do here is we need to pray <clears throat> for a heightened awareness of the people around us and a heart to see them. Oh. And, and to do something about it. Actually, before we do that, one last point. Okay. Um, if if you're struggling and you're not sure what to do or how you can you can make a difference, the other thing I will suggest is pray about it. Ooh. Ask God. Ask God for wisdom, because guess what? He's going to give it to you. See what so, God's opinion is. Yeah, exactly. So seek God's counsel on that. If you don't know what it is you need to do, what it is you're supposed to be doing, um, ask God. Um, the Bible clearly tells us, ask for wisdom, he will give you wisdom. And so um, if you're doubting, you know, is this the right thing for me? Is this the right decision? Is this, you know, something I should do? Or maybe I feel like I'm led to do this thing, but I'm not sure. Seek God's counsel because he will give you an answer. He'll let you know, yes, this is a thing for you. Um, or no, it's not a thing for you. Either way, pray about it. So now that we've had the pray about it, let's pray right. for our listeners. <clears throat> Uh, King Jesus, <clears throat> help us. Oh man, you know, not only the eyes to see, but the heart, the heart, your heart. We ask for your heart. We ask for the eyes to see. Yes. And we ask for the ears to hear. And not only that, we ask for the feet to go. 
the boldness to move our feet towards that person and, and go forward missionally for your kingdom's sake in our area. We know that you care about all of these individuals we see every day around us. Yes, some are in places where they're not going to listen. Uh, some are in places um, where they can't listen. But I know you, Lord, I, I'm thankful. And I know, know that you see even our effort, even our kindness, and even the smile that we might give them if we can't even, for whatever the circumstance may be, we can't even <clears throat> engage them verbally uh, with an encouraging word. Or, or um, well, I will, I will ask, Lord, Lord, we ask for a turning up of volume on, on our listeners' ears that, in Jesus' name, they would hear the voice of the Lord more. They would know it's your voice. And some of them have even um, asked for the volume to be turned up. They've asked to, um, they might have heard you in the past before and they haven't heard you in a while and they want to hear you again. Yes. And Lord, so as you soften their heart and open up their eyes to see the ones you care about around them, they will hear the voice of the Lord. They will hear the the prodding, the go-ahead, the green light to um, to minister something uh, from your heart to that person. And, and they will be greatly encouraged because they'll be doing the stuff. They'll be doing that Bible stuff. They'll be doing what the early Christians did. And Lord, we thank you that you've called us to heal the sick, cast out demons, raise the dead, and preach the gospel, preach the good news of the kingdom. Lord, thank you that that stuff is the ministry of the believer. And Lord, uh, so I just thank you for this broadcast where we could hopefully in your name um, encourage others and also project apostolic vision to our neighborhoods and our communities in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. So as you were, as you were praying, I, um, I had another reminder happen here. Um, you know, we, we've talked about being intentional, being missional and impacting your circle of influence and in, and in talking to people that you care about that you're close to that may not know the Lord. The one thing I'm going to encourage you with again um, on a different angle is, is to not give up on that person. Let's say you've talked to them. Let's say they shut you down, but it's really on your heart that this person needs to, needs to be saved. Um, so I would encourage you to pray. Um, and, being and their friend, exactly. To, to don't 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 give up just because they didn't hear what you had to say. I can tell you that your prayers are not wasted. Um, and 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 I know that there's there's testimony of a of a gentleman I know. Um, you know his folks prayed for him for 33 years. He was an atheist. He didn't believe at all. And you know after 33 years of his folks praying for him, he came around and actually accepted Jesus as Savior, and is out now spreading the gospel, praying for people, being intentional everywhere he goes. And so, you know, if you've got someone like that in your life, um, again, I'm just going to encourage you to pray for them, pray for them daily. Um, you know, even if, if they didn't hear your, 
uh, your words to them doesn't mean that God can't use your prayers to put other people in their path. Uh, because God has a funny way of doing that. You know, you don't, you don't want to hear something, but God wants to get a message through. He's going to send that message through everything, things that they're seeing online, things that they're hearing on the radio, things that they're whatever, like God's going to get their attention some way, somehow, because that's what he does. Um, he loves each and every one of us um, more than we can possibly believe or fathom. I, and so don't give up praying for those people that are difficult. Um because you never know what that one prayer can do, how that can impact or how that can open a door for God to move. So keep praying, be intentional. That's right. God has more patience in us. He has more kindness in us. Definitely. Um, And he's willing to share with us so we can have some more too. Right. You know, like any father, he really wants what is best for his kids. Um, you know, from a parental voice, I can say that's true. I want the absolute best for my kids. Um, I want them to have a better life than I had. I want them to have an easier time than I had, you know, all these things from a parental standpoint, um, I think sometimes pale in comparison to what God truly wants for us as believers. He wants to prosper us. He wants to bless us. Um, and it's up to us to, you know, seek him out, chase him down and say, Hey, here I am use me, do something with me. You know, I, I want to hear from you. I want to be blessed by you. I want to be used by you. It's up to you to, to come after him. He's standing there with his arms wide open saying, I'm right here. And even, even in that time of trouble, even in your darkest hour, he was standing there the whole time going, I'm right here. He was sitting there next to you, um, yeah. just waiting for you to cry out. And so, um, it's really up to us to, to be intentional. Um, and I think that's, you know, if I could sum up this episode, it really mm -hmm. is be intentional mm -hmm. um, because without the intention, your, your efforts of being missional or evangelical or whatever they may be um, probably not going to be as fruitful um, if you're not as intentional with your time with God and your relationship with God. So um, yeah, I, I, I guess that's my closing thought on all this. Just be intentional. And, and again, if you don't know, ask. Ask God. If you need prayer, reach out to us. We'll pray with you. Um, we'll try to find a way to encourage you. I mean, that's that's what we do. Um, so, yeah. What else you got? Well, I just agree. I um, One thing I have found, and this is, I'm going to close on this. Okay. One thing I have found is... Um, if you have more of like the acquaintance level uh, person in your life, which we all have acquaintances that are about to be friends or maybe they're not about to be friends. Um, and the Lord puts them on your heart, but not even just then. If you advance in relationship with those folks, the Lord will give you more right. for them because you're showing... Um, you're showing your light. You're showing the salt. The Lord will respond, and He will give you He will give you words of knowledge for them. Uh, he will give you something that's uh, that they would really appreciate that you could encourage them with. Um, so sometimes just stepping forward in in faith in that relationship, doing your your part um, in building relationship as their acquaintance or. Uh, maybe you don't know them that well, but they, you're, they're your coworker. Um, <laughs> maybe, maybe they're distant family. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and, and 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 the Lord's calling you to, yeah, the Lord is calling some of you guys 
to step in closer to your distant family. Whether there's a uh, there's a stigma, there's stuff stuff underneath the rug, the family stuff that gets stuff underneath the rug. Whether there's a stigma about the second cousin side of the family, okay? Um, the Lord is asking, hey, millennials, Gen Zs, we're older now. You know, the, the stories that our parents and the aunts and uncles used to say, well, hey, guess what? It's our turn to now uh, be a better cousin, be a better relative. It's We're, we're adults now. And right. so um, we can now take, so, so there are some out there that the Lord is saying, hey, what about second cousin second cousin Zach? What about what about uh, first cousin Rachel? And and um, you know why why aren't we like not talking and reaching out to our family? So so I, I believe there's a word out there for for that kind of scenario. And um, but as you step out, even in relational uh, scenarios, and as you build bridges, the Lord will provide construction gear and materials definitely so i'll end on that agreed 100 percent um all right well i i don't know that we've we've got anything else we need to cover today i think we hit everything that we had shot uh, or targeted i guess to uh um to address this episode um why don't you uh, lead us in a closing prayer, and then we can get to uh, closing show housekeeping. Lord, um, uh, a quote that Mike Bickle of IHOP of Kansas City, I'm reminded, I'm reminded of this quote. God, surprise us now. Don't surprise us on Judgment Day. Lord, we want to be missional and aware now of our surroundings and our community and our families and the spheres of influence and we want to impact them God we want to see revival and we want to see your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven um, but, but also we want you to refine us we want you to surprise us now. We want you to remove the blinders in our life as we see life in our community now so that it's not the pop quiz question letter later. And we ask that you just, with, with kind of a oh, fear, fear of the Lord, with fear and trembling of you, Lord, in your, in, in your presence, we just, we ask We ask for that touch from you. We ask for the anointing. To We ask for help empowering us if we're feeling stuck. Some of you guys are feeling stuck. Some of you guys, you're in a rut. Some of you guys, you're battling with lower level depression and you don't even know it. Because, because life has, has kind of collapsed in on you. And Lord, for those people right now in Jesus' name, touch them. With the with with your healing touch, your alert, um, your alerting kindness, and and your peace that passes all understanding. Um, thank you, Lord, for drawing us into you with with the concerns and cares of God, uh, the heart you have for the people around us. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name, Amen. Amen.
All right. So I just want to thank everybody for tuning in with us today, whether you're watching us on uh, the video stream or you're tuning in through podcasts. We appreciate each and every one of you as our listeners. Uh, we do pray for blessings upon every one of you. Um, remember to check out rmr.live for all the latest information updates about the show. Again, like and subscribe to YouTube and Rumble pages. Uh, follow us on all the socials, Facebook, Twitter, all the things. Um, and again, podcasts are just blowing up, guys. So if, if you'd rather listen to the podcast than see our beautiful faces. Um, it's fine with us. <laughs> it's fine with us because with, there are 11 different uh, podcast services at your disposal to choose from. Um, and easy, convenient way to listen to the show while doing some other things. Um, let's see. What else? Uh, um, if you want to donate again to the show, the links are on the main page, rmr.live. Um, if the, the the means that are there aren't working for you, send me an email at uh, uh, host.heath at rmr.live and we can work something else out for you. Uh, remember, guys, get yourself into a good Bible-believing, Bible-teaching, and Holy Spirit-led church. Plug into the connect groups and discipleship opportunities where you can serve in any way you can, whether it be the church, the soup kitchen, food bank, I don't care. Just get out and serve. Um, thank you again for joining us today, guys. We hope you have a blessed week. Take care. Thank you for listening to Rocky Mountain Revival Radio.